What's going on, everyone? It is Buddy McGee here with Buds and Sports. And we got ourselves another edition of Spuddy's Quick Picks. Week four. All right, before we get started on the quick picks, let me go over uh, last week's record. So, um, just picking peer teams yesterday, or not yesterday, last week, um, I was... 10 and 6 spread wise I was 8 and 8 and just picking final totals over and unders I was 7 and 9 so uh, last week was pretty interesting um, games had some wonky scores going on and um, some of the results kind of weird honestly not going to lie um, like that Baltimore Lions game um that really threw it off a little bit, and um, yeah, I'm not going back too much on last week and the scores. That was like one of the f- few shockers that happened last week was the 1917 um, Baltimore Lions game, but um, moving along, we're at week four now, so let's get this shit going. You know the drill. I pick teams, pick the spreads, over under, and I keep track of them, and I, I let y'all compare, compare, contrast, pie tart shit. So let's get to it. Um, up first, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars versus Cincinnati Bengals. This is our Thursday night game, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah. Jaguars still not looking too crisp, even with um, Trevor Lawrence. I think we all assumed that it wasn't going to be pretty in Jacksonville, and I think it continues. Um, Do I think it's going to be a closer game? I think so. I think, um, if anything, Jaguars are going to put up a fight this game. It shouldn't be... um, a shout out or anything like that on, on the Jaguars and they should keep it within three points. I feel, but I'm going with the Bengals. The Bengals have been playing very, very nice, very surprising. Um, defense looks, um, pretty decent. Uh, when the uh, offense looks good, when Joe Burrow gets protection. So, um, I think the Bengals keep it up. I think I think their line will do a good job, which means they'll have a balanced attack, and um, Bengals will win this one. But I do think Jacksonville will cover their spread of seven point fives. I think it's going to be like a three to four point game, to be honest. And um, if I'm picking the over under, it's going to be forty six. But um, Bengals will win this one, though. So um, on to the next. Next, we got um, the Carolina Panthers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, you know I'm going to go with my boys. Of course, I'm going to co- cover them on the spread when it's only five points. And we're going over 50. Um, Carolina Panthers, though, are undefeated. But last week's Thursday night game, they did suffer a big loss. Uh, Christian McCaffrey um, got out with the injury, and it looks like it's going to go into the next game. They also lost J.C. Horn. 
He's on the injury reserve. They they got kind of banged up last game. And um, that's definitely going to take into effect that um, Cowboys are going to probably dominate this game. Um, but we'll see. Maybe they have depth, the Carolina Panthers. But I think Cowboys offense is just too explosive for that defense. And um, I think Carolina's offense will make a lot of mistakes. Darnold should make a lot of mistakes. Dallas defense playing pretty good lately. Um, they cause turnovers and um, they're not letting too many big plays happen. So I got Dallas on this one. Like I said, they're covering the spread and they're going over 50. So um, on to the next. We got the Washington football team versus the Atlanta Falcons. Um, this should be an interesting game. Um, Falcons played Giants last week, and we thought it was going to be a very high-scoring game, but we got ourselves a 17-14 game. Not really exciting there. Um, Falcons ended up winning, and um, now they play the Washington football team. Um, Washington football team played the Bills. They got destroyed on the defensive end. Because Bills put up 43 points. Um, I don't think Washington's defense is as strong as we thought it was going to be this year. And um, it should be interesting, though. Um, I got Washington football team. They're going to cover their 1.5 point spread. Um, and they'll be over 48. I think this one is going to be uh, high, higher than um, the Atlanta Giants game. But... Um, Washington will be on the winning end of this. Um, Atlanta is just, you know, not too much to talk about in Atlanta right now. Um, it's, it's it's rough on both sides of the ball. Um, some bright spots will be Cordell Patterson. Um, whenever he gets a chance with the ball, he does some magic with it. So, um, yeah, other than that, Nothing really exciting from Atlanta. Washington football team, um, really the main target going from there is Terry McLaren. Um, so we'll see what kind of game we get, but I'm picking Washington football teams. They're covering their spread of 1.5, and they'll be over 48 points. Next, we got the Houston Texans versus the Buffalo Bills. Um... Bills finally look like their old selves last game against Washington football team. Scored 43 points. Actually spread the ball around as well. Um, as a Stefan Diggs fantasy over um, owner, um, I've been kind of disappointed on um, the points that Diggs has been putting up. But aside from fantasy football, he's been having a pretty decent year. Um, nothing too crazy, but I mean, when you're one of the best receivers um, on the team. Of course, you're going to get a lot of attention, so that means other people got to step up. Last game, Emmanuel Sanders stepped up, um, started using her tight end more. So um, I think Bills will have another big game, big offense. Um, I'll put again against the Texans. Um, Texans, um, if Trod Taylor is playing, I feel like they have a chance. If he's not, chalked it up as an L, but even if Trod Taylor's playing, I think they keep up with the Bills, but they won't beat the Bills. Um, so on that note, 
Um, I'm going to take the Bills, but they're not covering their spread. The spread is 16 and a half points. So I don't think they're going to cover it. I think Texans will will cover it. And they'll go they'll they'll go both go over forty seven points together. So um I think the um, Texans defense is kinda surprising, but at the same time they're not that good to stop a Buffalo team. So um Buffalo should have their way, but they aren't covering the spread of sixteen and a half points. And it'll be over forty seven. Up next, we got the Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears. Um, Detroit put up a game against Baltimore Ravens. We thought Ravens were going to dominate in that game, but 1917. And the thing is, Lions could have won that game, but um, a 66-yarder from Justin Tucker was the reason why they lost that game. So it was an ouch situation, but um, I feel like this is the week that they get their – their first win against a struggling Bears offense. Um, I mean, struggling against the Browns, allowing nine sacks, really putting up not even a hundred offensive yards. Um, it was it was a rough game to watch last last week against the um, Browns for the Bears. Um, I really don't think things will get fixed. Um, like I said, Detroit will probably get their first win. Who knows who's starting at quarterback in in Chicago? But I really don't think it matters because there's a lot more problems going on. I mean, their defense is solid, but other than that, nothing really going on with the offense. It's just sluggish, sluggish, sluggish. Um, probably um one of the worst offense um in the NFL so far. Um, can't score points. Can't even get first downs. It's looking ugly down there. Um, I got the Lions, and I'm giving three points. Going with, going with the spreads with the Lions. They're going to um, cover their spread, obviously, since they're giving them points. But it'll be a under 42.5. I feel like this is going to be a low-scoring game just because um, Chicago's defense is good, but their offense cannot score. So I'm going to go Lions, though, winning this one. Up next, we got the Colts versus the Miami Dolphins. Uh, this is going to be an interesting game. Um, last game, Dolphins didn't have Tua, but they have Jacoby Brissett. They will take the the Raiders to overtime, but didn't come out as the winner. So, um, yeah, it was a tough loss for the Dolphins. Um, for the Colts, they just got a lot of injuries going on. It's not looking good um, for the Colts right now. And even then, the offense is just a little wonky. I think it might be because of the injuries. But even then, there's just there's no main guy on that offense. And everyone wanted Jonathan Taylor to be that guy. But it seems like they're still doing committee um, ball out there. So there's not really um, a focal point into the offense. So it's kind of confusing. Um, with Miami, their defense, um, I don't know. I mean, they're kind of a question mark. They play tough teams, but um, I don't know what direction they're kind of going in right now. Could be good, could be bad. But um, this game, I feel like it's going to be a very run-heavy game. 
but um, weirdly, um, I feel like the Colts will put out, put out a W with this one. Going with a lot of upsets, I feel, at least in my eyes. Um, not a big upset here. Going with the Colts, they got they're giving the Colts one and a half points. Take that. But I think it'll be another under 42, 43 and a half game right here. That's what I'm picking. I got the Colts game the first dub of the season. Up next, we got the Cleveland Browns versus the Minnesota Vikings. Both teams coming off a win. Um, Vikings came off a win from Seattle. Um, they pretty they handled them pretty decisively. Um, Kirk Cousins actually playing a very quiet but great year. No interceptions so far. Um, still airing out the ball, but um, I think Browns defense is going to put a stop to that. Um, um, I think the Browns defensive line has finally um, got the motor going, so I expect a lot of pressure to Kirk Cousins, and that usually means bad things are going to happen on that end. Turnovers, pressure, just three and outs. I feel like the Browns defense is going to handle um, Minnesota's offense. And uh, on the flip side, Browns offense should um, wear down the this Minnesota defense. Minnesota defense, um, not too um, great. They allow a lot of yards. And I feel like the running tech from the Browns, then um, play action is going to come into effect towards later in the game. And Browns should get a decisive win. Um, they'll cover the spread of two points. They're taking away two points on the Browns. So, um, yeah, and it will be over 51 and a half points. I got Browns. Next, we got the Giants versus the Saints. Giants still don't got a win. I don't really know what to think about the Giants right now. Um, there's two times where I thought the Giants were going to win. They didn't pull through with me. So kind of turn off the Giants for now for picking picking them for, for sure wins. Um, they're playing against New Orleans Saints. Saints um, bounced back from a terrible loss and beat New England in New England. Um, that was kind of a shocker, but... Um, also, New England's offense ain't explosive, so um, I I th I think the Saints ha um, had good reason of winning. So, yeah, um, the biggest question will be day to day, uh, Jameis Winston, how he's going to perform, how's that offense going to flow? Because if he's performing, it's going to be great. If he's not performing, I think they're going to be big stinkers, but. Um, I think the Saints will get the dub over the Giants since the Giants really don't got nothing going on. Um, there is the Saints are even going to cover a seven seven and a half spread, and I think they'll score forty three points. I think Giants will score like about fourteen points, and Saints will score like around twenty eight. I would say something like that, give or take. 28-35. That's why I think the score is going to be... Um, yeah. I got Saints in this game. Um, up next, we got the Tennessee Titans versus the New York Jets. Um, 
I expect this to be a another blowout against the Jets. Um, Jets have been having a hard time the last few weeks playing tough teams, but um, not getting anything going, not really putting up a fight. It's getting rough in New York for both squads. Um, but um, I don't think they'll go scoreless this game, but um, it's not going to be pretty offensive um, outing for the Jets, I feel. Um, they're going to be passing. I think at most they score 10 points against Titans. Titans should have a field day when it comes to ground pounding on the Giants uh, on the Jets defense. I think Derrick Henry has a great game. I think Tan- Tannehill will have a great game too and spread the ball around. No A.J. Brown, but they still get the job done with Julio Jones. So, um, yeah, Titans will take this. They're... I think they'll cover even a seven and a half point spread. A lot of seven and a half point spreads this week um, going um, for teams and things like that. But Titans will cover that under 46 points. I think so. I think it'll be a low scoring um, game, but still pretty decisive. Probably going to be like 24 to seven, something like that. But I got the Titans winning no, with no problems. Up next the Chiefs versus the Eagles, both teams coming from um, division losses, but one stings a little bit more. Like the Chiefs, close game, um, couldn't pull it out, and um, they're in a one and two hole right now. And a lot of people in Chiefs um, land are probably a little worried. I think don't panic. I think the Chiefs are just fine. It's just they're playing a little bit tougher teams and um the magic ain't going into their favor lately but against the eagles matchup that had a very slow start to their offense their defense um could only do so much um i think the chiefs should have a great outing against the eagles I'm going to think it's going to be much like this um, past Monday night game. Chiefs should have like around 40 points. Eagles scoring about 21. Um, I think the Chiefs will handle the Eagles. They'll cover their seven-point spread. And total score should be over 54.5 points. Cardinals and Rams, division game. This is going to be a great one. Both teams are undefeated in a very, very tough NFC West. Um, and this will give the momentum of the um, leaders of the pack. Um, Cardinals coming off a win from the Jags. Had some trouble in the first half, but ended up pulling away from it. So um, take that into consideration going into this game. As for the Los Angeles Rams, they are on a high. They defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defending champs and they pre- they did it pretty decisively I felt it was going good and then finally the defense really kicked in in the second half and um yeah they got us they got themselves a win over the Bucks who are probably considered the best team right now in the NFL so um I really think they keep this going second home game in a row not to say that it's not going to be a close game because it will be a very close game, but um, for the Cardinals, they really need to come prepared in this game. 
they can't show up like how they did against Jacksonville or they'll let this game go get out of hand. Um, but the big thing to know from the Rams, Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford can't stop that duo. If you could stop that duo, you probably win the game, to be honest. But Rams are starting to spread the ball a little bit more. So um, if you stop Cooper Cup, you got to watch out for the, those other threats. But um, I got the Rams winning this game. They'll cover their four and, four and a half point spread. But this game will go over 54 and a half points. I got Rams. Up next, another division matchup. In the same division, we got the Seahawks versus the 49ers. NFC West, um, Seahawks 1-2, Niners are 2-1. Um, Niners played against a um, Packer team that came in and upsetted them towards the end because, um, I mean, I got Packers going in and winning that game, but um, Niners had it in the bag. They just left a little bit too much time for Aaron Rodgers to do his thing. And... You got to give it up to the Niners because they've been playing really good football despite all the injuries that have been stacking up against them. Um, as for the Seahawks, they've been having injuries too, but um, I want to say two disappointing outings in a row for the Seahawks. It's not really a great thing for them. Um, the first one was the um, Derrick Henry comeback where they allowed a lot of running and lost in overtime and then they got um beat by the vikings running as well but also through the air and um with those two losses i feel like niners could get um do that same thing despite niners not having a true starter starter coming in they're still trying to figure out who's the best guy from um picking up from practice squad guys and from um, available players. I think whoever is the running back for the Niners should have a great game, though. They have a lot of threats on the receiving-wise that could do um, running plays as well as, like, jet sweeps or reverses. So um, I think a lot is, like that is going to ha happen in this game. Um, but I think the defense for Seattle just allows too many yards um, this year and. I think it'll go in advantage of the Niners, and um, I think Niners' D um, will handle um, the Seahawks this game. Just Seahawks just looking like they're going to have a down year, and um, I think it continues. They're giving um, – I, I got the Niners. I think they'll cover the two-and-a-half-point spread, um, but – I think this will go over 52 points. I feel like it might be a shootout. The thing is, it's either going to be a shootout or not. I think it's going to be a shootout this game, but we'll see. But I got Niners. Up next, we got the Broncos versus the Ravens. Broncos are undefeated. Ravens had a tough win against the Detroit Lions. Um, Broncos playing very good, consistent ball, playing teams that haven't been much of a threat but I feel the Broncos have been beating them very decisively very um, um, effectively meaning both spreading the ball out to passes and runs um, not doing anything too crazy um, 
just playing, you know, good football, I feel. And I think that's the way it should be against teams that you you are um that you should win against. And as for the Ravens, um they played a they so far they played two tough teams and I feel like that lagged into this Lions game where they had a hard time um winning. They had to they had to rely on the, the record breaking Justin Tugger with his sixty six yard field goal that barely made it. But um, I think the injuries have really affected the Ravens' team of being effective. And I think I think they'll get a loss here against the Broncos. Um, the Broncos' defense looking good, looking crisp. Um, they should be able to shut down all the weapons that um, Ravens... I mean, they don't have too crazy of weapons, I feel personally um on the receiving side so they'll shut that down be more of a running threat like usual for the ravens but um i don't think they're gonna get that much yards when it comes to rushing um they need to stick to one running back rather than trying to spread it out so because lamar runs the ball a lot but if you got three other running backs you're trying to feed two um i think they need to stick it to just at least Lamar and someone else. So you could start, so Lamar could, um, on passing plays, he gets something going with the receivers. But, um, yeah, maybe a big game for Mark Andrews against his defense. Who knows? We'll see. But um, Broncos' offense has been very efficient as well. So I feel like it's going to be a very close game, maybe another low-scoring game for the Ravens. But I got the Broncos covering the one-point spread. Um but even though I think it's a low-scoring game, I still think it'll be over 44 points. So um, I got the Broncos. Up next, we got the Steelers versus the Packers. Um, after that one loss the Packers took, they've been winning, winning, and it, I th- they're winning with confidence. I don't think they liked how much people talk shit on after the first week. And I feel like this will continue against the Steelers. Steelers defense is too banged up, I feel. Um, I think TJ Watt will be um, playing this game, but not. I don't think he's going to play, be playing as much. Even if he's not playing, it's not looking good for the Steelers defense. And um, I think Aaron Rodgers should have a, a day against the Steelers defense. Not worried about the Steelers offense. They're out of whack right now. Um, not looking good on that end, which will help the Packers defense because um, I think they're a middle of a pack defense, but they can handle the Steelers very, very well if they're not running um, at a hundred percent on the offensive side. And I don't think they're. I don't think the Steelers defense uh, offense is that great. So I'm expecting a big win for the Packs. Um, Packs win six and a half um, point spread will be covered by them, and um, I think they'll score over four, 45 and a half points. I got the packs winning this one. Two games left. We got the Sunday night right here. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers new versus the New England Patriots. Tom Brady homecoming. I think Tom Brady will have a great game back at Foxborough. Um, 
they're winning decisively. They're going to cover their spreads. Um, New England's offense is not great. They they can't score over 30 points, and Bucks' offense can very, very well. And that's going to be basically the factor here is um, Bucks can score high. Patriots can't. Whether it comes to that point or not, um, who knows, but um, I like Buccaneers' defense, despite some injuries that just happened, picking on Mac Jones a lot this game. Um, it's going to be a rough night for Mac Jones because Tom Brady is coming in town. And New England's defense is good, and they got Belichick, but Tom Brady has there's too many weapons on this Bucks team. And after a loss against the Rams, I feel like they will come back for vengeance. So expect a high-scoring game, at least for the Bucks. New England's just going to hang in there at most, like 21 points, I feel. But Bucks got this. They're coming their 6.5-point spread, and they'll be over 49.5 points. Last but not least, we got the Monday night game. We got the Los An- Vegas Raiders versus the Los Angeles Chargers division game AFC West. I think this, I think this is the momentum for either teams. Whoever wins this game has momentum in the AFC West. They're sticking out their chest with this one, and they go on a run after um, this game. Um, Raiders played against Dolphins, went into another overtime game, very close game again. Um, and got the dub. Chargers love playing in one-score games. They beat the Chiefs um, 30-24. Very interesting game that was. Um, they almost lost it, I felt, but they came back and won it. So, um, yeah, um, I think we're going to get ourselves another close game. Who knows? We might get a, um overtime again. But um, Chargers offense slowly clicking more now, I feel. I think as each game goes on, Justin Herbert is playing a lot, a little, little better. So I think that continues. He's not relying too much on Keenan Allen. Even though Keenan Allen is that boy, it's good that he's starting to spread it more to Mike Williams and company. Um, Eckler got the ball as well, so... Um, more spread coming from this Chargers offense. As for the the Raiders, um, a lot of injuries happening on the offensive end, um, at least the running backs. Um, it's looking thin there, but Derek Carr um, really spreading the ball around more, and that plays into the advantage for the Raiders. But um, I think the problem in this matchup is um, I think I I think the Raiders at least the receiving core is not up to par yet, and that's where the Chargers will beat the Raiders. Don't get me wrong, um, Raiders are going to be utilizing Waller as much as possible, but outside of Waller, that's where the problems are going to come in. So. Um, I think that's going to be the big factor there. Raiders defense needs to get to Herbert as much as possible. Their de- their pass rush looks nice, but I feel like the Chargers will get the win this game. And this is the motivation 
and momentum they need for the next couple weeks. But they will get the win in Los Angeles. They're covering their three and a half point spread. And I think this game's going over 52 and a half points. Um, yeah, that's my quick picks for this week. Um, each week I'm trying to get a little bit, I'm trying to cut down the time as much as possible. Cause, um, here I am saying quick picks, but I'm doing like 30 to 40 minute episodes. So, um, yeah, that's my quick picks for this week. Um, compare, contrast, talk shit. Let's make this a thing. Um, this is my second year doing this. Now I'm doing it for the my uh, the the Buds and Sports podcast, my podcast with my two other buddies. So yeah, go ahead, look up Buds and Sports. We got a lot more content. We're on podcast streamings. We're on the YouTube's. All you gotta do is search Buds and Sports, and you'll find us. And we keep the content going. Um, basketball season's right around the corner. We're going to get that going as well. We're just trying to be your main sports hub with, you know, just casually talking. Kind of like how everyone the boys does it. You know, just sitting around talking about sports. Yeah, fun shit. But, um, yeah, go ahead. Subscribe to us. Keep up to date follow us leave some comments and all that on the side i'm spuddy mcgee i'm out